Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. My name is Steve Durr, and I'll be your host this week um, as we kind of almost conclude our conversations through Proverbs. If you've been joining us for the past month or so, we've been slowly working our way through Proverbs, and we're going to look at Proverbs 26 through 30 uh, this week. Um, And I am very, very, very excited because I have not only one, not two, but three special guests this week. Normally we get one or two, but this is a bonus week. Um, and Ooh. the people that are here, one of them is near and dear to my heart because <laughs> I've been, um, I, he is my son, Emmett, one of my three sons, and he's working out Camp Geneva this summer. Many, many, many of you may have known that. Um, I've talked about it on the podcast before. And we have two of his friends who are also working at camp this summer. Um, and so I'm just excited for their energy and just what they're going to bring to this conversation. Um, so so before we jump into Proverbs, I'm just going to have each of them kind of introduce themselves, talk a little bit about themselves, and so you get to know them a little bit now, and then you'll, of course, get to know them as we go throughout the week. So we'll start with, uh, to my left, my son, Emmett. Oh, wait, that's me. That's you. Yeah, so I'm Emmett. Um, <laughs> I go to Western Michigan University. I'm studying music education, and this summer I am on uh Geneva staff at Shore. So I work with kids who are like third grade or no, fourth grade till going into seventh grade or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Unimportant, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I should know who I'm working with. Um, That'd probably be good. I don't know. Whoever shows up in your cabin, that's who you. They just give me a sheet and then I, (laughs) then I go wild. Yeah. Actually you're 47, but I guess you can be my camper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Yeah. My name is Caleb Pear. Um, I go to college in Wabash College in central Indiana. <coughs> I'm from northeast Indiana, actually, a place called Huntington. And what I'm studying there is uh, Spanish, French, and education. And I am a day camp counselor. So I'm with the youngest kids, first grade, going into first grade through going to fourth grade. And they have a lot of fun, a little crazy sometimes, but yep. it's a good time. Like herding herding cats, right? Sometimes, yes, yeah, definitely have to make sure they have their shoes and their towels and everything. And then sometimes they still forget it, so but it works out usually. Cool, (laughs) thank you, Kayla. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, I'm Morgan Dykstra, I am from North Carolina. I used to live in Illinois and now I'm in North Carolina, uh, Charlotte slash Matthews, and I go to Calvin University. Go Go Knights! Oh, yeah. Working at Geneva, there's so many Dutch, or there's so many uh, Hope people, and so they're like, roll Dutch. I'm like, yeah. you know what? We got to represent. <laughs> we got to get more people in on this. Yeah. Um, yes, I am on WACHA, which is short for Water Staff, uh, Waterfront and Challenge Staff. So I do all the lifeguarding, Challenge Island, all the fun things like that. And I've been adopting on pines the entire summer, so I get to hang out with all the middle school kids. Cool. So what does that mean to adopt? Uh, so there is a primary counselor in every cabin, just like, so Emmett and, uh, Caleb are primary counselors for shores and day camp. They have like their own group of kids that they take care of exclusively. And then adopters are like the support staff that come in typically later in the night. Um, like, 
So Caleb will adopt a cabin uh, mm-hmm. when his day campers go home. Yeah, um, at dinner time. Yeah, uh, but since I live on Pines anyway, I can just hang out with my kids just throughout the day. And there's another uh, counselor there, and then I'm the secondary. Okay. That's cool. When I was on staff way back last century, um, we <laughs> we didn't do that. We didn't do a doctor. So I worked day camp for a summer. And yeah, at the end, of the, the kids went home. I went back. We had, we all lived together, um, but we didn't really connect with a particular group of kids. And so I love what you guys are doing now um, because it gives the support staff or the day camp staff um, a chance to really connect to specifically with, with a group of kids. So well, cool. Well, I'm sure as we go throughout this week, um, we might hear some more camp stories. Um, it's kind of hard to have a room full of counselors and not hear camp stories. So um, <laughs> bear with us. But um, camps is an incredible place. And so, um, but as I mentioned, we're going to talk about Proverbs 26 through 30 today. Today, specifically focused on Proverbs 26. And if you've been following us uh, for the past month or so, you'll know that we read the entire chapter for the day, but not necessarily within this 15-minute podcast. So we're only going to read the first 12 verses today, talk about that. Um, But please feel free to read all of it on your own, Um, even if you want to pause now and quick read it by yourself and then rejoin the podcast uh, because there's a lot of great things in here. So um, uh, Caleb, I said, I think said you're going to read this for us. So why don't you go ahead and read it and then um, we'll, we'll see what we learn from it. Yeah, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and here we go. Honor is no more associated with fools than snow with summer or rain with harvest. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse will not land on its intended victim. Guide a horse with a whip, a donkey with a bridle, and a fool with a rod to his back. Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools, or you will become as foolish as they are. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools, or they, will become, or they will become wise in their own estimation. Trusting a fool to convey a message is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is as useless as a paralyzed leg. Honoring a fool is as foolish as trying to stone, as tying a stone to a slingshot. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch brandished by a drunk. An employer who hires a fool or a bystander is like an archer who shoots at random. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. There's more hope for fools than for people who think they are wise. All right. Excellent. So when I was preparing for this, there was really two sections. Um, first section about fools and then later about lazy people. So we're going to at least now start talking about the, the fools part um, and feel free to bring in things from others. But um, before we do, um, Emmett, you said your devotional gave a little description of what fools are. So maybe you could set that for us. Yes. Yeah, so like um, the way that we use fool, um, like in our own language is more talking about people who aren't the most intelligent. So if you read it like that, then yeah, like that works. Um, but I've been doing a uh, yearly devotional, like in a Tim Keller book. Um, it's God's wisdom for navigating life, and like goes through Proverbs. Um, and early on in that devotional, uh, it focuses on what a fool is and what wisdom is. And he said, like the main thing that makes like that makes a fool in this context is someone who prioritizes anything above God. Mm. So it's less like <laughs> oh they aren't smart. It's like oh they 
are turning to worldly things to get wisdom Mm -hmm. rather than going to God for wisdom. Um, So, yeah, if we look at it through that lens, then um, it makes the meaning a bit more clear than just like, oh, don't listen to people who are dumb. Okay. Yeah. We could really just like substitute every instance of the word fool with like human at that point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of the things we do, um, usually in the podcast, we talk about what does this passage say about God and what does it say about humans? It's kind of hard to do with Proverbs, but doing what you just said, Morgan, is great. Just where it says fool, um, put humans or your own name. Um, Because I think a lot of what we learn in Proverbs is helping us to learn not to be fools. Not to pri- I love how what you said, I mean, not to prioritize other things above God. So yeah. what specifically from this passage that we read um, jumped out to you as, a, as something that you can dig into or, or learn from? Well, I just, I did have a question really fast. So in my translation, um, verses four and five, do not answer a fool according to his folly or you yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly or else he will be wise in his own eyes. So mm-hmm. it says, do not answer. And then it says answer. Yeah. Um, Caleb, did you say you had something on that? Yeah, I have a study Bible and it has a little note at the bottom about this. So it says, these apparently contradictory proverbs are compatible if we recognize that each teaches a separate truth. If you imitate the style of a fool, you are one yourself. But if you respond to him as you would a wise man, he, th- he will think himself one. So it's saying don't imitate his style. Don't imitate the fool. But treat him as he is. So. Hmm. Yeah. I hope that helps a little. Yeah. Because I, I, I had the same, actually I have the same Bible as you, the um, New Living Translation. And. That was interesting because as I read it, it does seem contradictory, but it's really saying don't argue with a fool because that gives weight to their argument, but don't ignore them because by not mm. talking about, not kind of setting straight, you, mm-hmm. in that, you in essence endorse that. So it's like you don't feed into what they're saying. Don't give them you know, justification, but again, don't ignore it um, because then they might think you agree with them just because you're not saying right. anything. Mm. So yeah. Can you guys think of a, like maybe a time in your life where you were in a situation like that, where someone was sharing something that, you know, uh, I don't know, that's probably not quite right. And you had to struggle with whether you address it or not. Mm. Yeah. No, there was an instance um, a while ago where uh, somebody I knew was trying to comfort someone else. And they like, I can acknowledge that they were coming from a good place and they're like, you know, there's sometimes, you know, it's almost harder to uh, be struggling in a, com- in a Christian community because then people will just tell you like, oh, just pray about it. Just pray about it. And they told the person who was hurting, they're like, you know what? There's sometimes where like just praying about it won't do anything and you have to like go and do something yourself. And I, I wasn't about to like contradict them right in front of this person. I, I don't think that's kind to do to like humiliate people while they're speaking um but i definitely don't think that was accurate (laughs) um because even though like prayer itself doesn't automatically give you maybe the results that you're looking for you know like sometimes when you're praying you like god can just be silent and you just have to kind of wait but yeah that was 
I I didn't end up addressing it, but I kind of like addressed it to myself. I was like, how do I feel about that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else as you looked at this passage that jumped out that you want to share with us? Um, well, one thing I noticed, um, oh, what verses was it in? It was basically um, verses 6 through 12. It's all saying that, like, fools, they lose any credibility that they have, um, and they, like, drag others with them. So, like, it's saying you can't trust, like, a message that's being sent by a fool or whatever. Um, and if we listen to that... Um, then we are likely to become foolish. And I think, um, well, when I had read verse five or four and five, the way I had interpreted it um, was like, we become fools by listening to fools. But I think your explanation sounded better than that. (laughs) But I think that sort of led into my thought process of like, um, we can't listen to fools. Otherwise, then we will also become foolish. Um, And yeah, that's what... Six and uh, six through twelve are saying like you can't really trust what they're saying. Yeah, you know that's funny. That's actually how April Fool's Day started. Um, yeah. In Ireland, they they just like the whole town would just pick one stupid person, this poor victim, oh. and one person would say, "Hey, here's this note. Go give it to Bill down the road." So the person would go give it to Bill. Bill opens it and it says, "Send this fool further." So he folds up the note. He says, "Actually, give it to Kathy." And so oh the person, goodness. and they just keep going around the village. Yeah. And like, it is funny to be like, oh my gosh, that poor person. Like, how long did it take them to realize like, yeah. oh, this isn't a real message. But then, you know, you also kind of realize like, we do that a lot where, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I do it a lot where I kind of, I, I go to somebody looking for comfort instead of to the gospel and yeah. like, hey, can you, can you say something to make me feel better? Can you tell me that I'm doing a good job? Mm. And I, you know, it's never satisfactory. And so I end up going to another person and I, I just become the town fool. just like going around wow. trying to talk to everybody. Yeah. Interesting. A little fact I didn't know before. So that's <laughs> awesome. So you come here for biblical wisdom and also holiday history. So. Oh, yeah. I've got all <laughs> kinds of trivia. There you go. So cool. Anything else that kind of as you prepared for this? Mm. There's one thing that I I can't find the verse that it was, Um, but um, let's see. It was not the part that we read, um, but it's in this this, this, um, chapter. That's what it's called, chapter. (laughs) Um, Basically, it's saying that you can't say something mean to somebody and just say, oh, just kidding. Mm. Um, yeah. And so. Um, oh, it's 18 and 19. 18 Thank 19. you. See, I, I hesitated enough so that you could find it for me. Thank you. Um, so just as uh, damaging as a madman shooting a deadly weapon is someone who lies to a friend and then only says, says I was only joking. Um, and they get that hit home to me because how often do we say, oh, whatever. Just kidding. You know, I didn't really mean that. I was just joking. <laughs> and I think at least for me, <laughs> nine times out of ten. It's something like probably there's some truth to that a little bit. And so I say it. Yeah. Um, and then when I see the reaction isn't what I wanted, like I've offended the person. It's like, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's something that's a, I think we um, often will fall back on. Well, I 
I shouldn't say we, my students oftentimes will. So um, just kind of, you can't just say just kidding and get away with it mm. um, because that doesn't cover up the fact that what you did or what you said was not nice. So Yeah, it reminds me of James chapter 3 that talks about how powerful our words are and, yeah. yeah, how the tongue is just a small spark that can light a whole forest on fire. and or Like the rudder on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we got to just even we got to hold our tongues in, in these instances when we're like, oh, I want to say this thing and then just say, just kidding. You just got to like think it through. Yeah. Take more time to think and before you speak. Yeah, yeah it felt like I, I don't know. It felt like God was pointing a little finger at me because I I have a very dry sense of humor sure. and I'm very sarcastic. Yeah. Um, and. I mean, at least in, in my family, when I'm at home, you know, my dad and I, we just ricochet off each other yeah. like a couple of ping pong paddles. So we just go back and forth. My mom's sitting there. She's like, oh, my gosh, you you two are just ridiculous. You're carbon copies. <laughs> um, but then I go out into the rest of the world and people are like, oh, I couldn't tell if you were joking or not. And I'm like, oh, well, that's just that's just how I am, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, I... I find myself doing this a lot where it's not that I meant to say something harmful. I was just like, I was genuinely just joking around, Yeah. but I have to qualify that. I have to like explain to people like, Oh, this is just my sense of humor. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm still kind of like working through like, should I do something about that? Or is that like genuinely just like the way that I am? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's a time and a place and that's what, yeah. you know, cause I can be very sarcastic as well. And, and there's some times where you can get away with it. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Other times where, you know, if they're not on the same page, it can right. come across not the way you intended. So, yeah. well, as we were about out of time, as we kind of wrap up today's conversation, what challenges do you have either like, something that spoke to you as a challenge personally, or as we read this as something that maybe would be a good challenge for our listeners that we can leave them with. I think uh, being careful about who speaks into your life, mm. who you mm-hmm. get advice from, who, um, yeah, who you s- even spend your time with. Um, it's better to spend time with people who are wise, who are God-fearing, who are, um, like have all these characteristics that are the opposite of the foolish person who, who doesn't care about, about God and who like follows the worldly kind of values. Um, so yeah, just being careful of that. And that's something as going, as like, we're all going into college, I feel like us three definitely need to keep in mind and remember that we should have like godly people speaking into our lives and giving us advice instead of like, like to get that perspective from God and rooted in scripture instead of just something that's a worldly perspective. That actually is a verse that come up in one of our um, episodes later this week that will have the very thing. So mm. did you, you look like you wanted to share something. Yeah. So um, like tying into um, like a fool being someone who doesn't center their life around God um, and fools not having credibility, um, looking at it from like a camp counselor perspective. Um, if not, if I'm not centering like every part of my being around God, then like what credibility do I have Mm -hmm. ministering to kids? Um, and like, yeah, it can be easy to center your life fully around Christ at camp, but like on the weekends when you're not constantly like, um, worshiping, you're talking about God, doing Bible study and stuff. It can be easy to drift back into old habits of just 
being yeah. lukewarm. When you're um, doing Barbenheimer mm. weekend. Barbenheimer weekend. Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was fun. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Um, but yeah, like when you're not in that fully Christ-centered environment, it can be easy to drift away. Um, so like then do I have that credibility if I'm not fully Christ-centered? And then going back to college in the fall, right. um, if I'm not still centering my life around Christ, like how can I uh, talk to others about Christ and have that credibility um, if I'm not centering myself um, around like scripture and God? Right. Well, those are some great challenges um, to leave us. So thank you for joining us uh, today. Hopefully this was inspiring to you. You got some things to think about uh, and hope you join us again tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.